Welcome to My Orgasmic Life Podcast, a show that where we talk about sex, love, relationships, and kink. And of course, my favorite part, I share with you my very graphic, very juicy, and always entertaining orgasmic life. I'm Gaia Morissette, your hostess, and your holistic sexual wellness specialist, your trauma healer, your BDSM expert, and of course, your pro dominatrix. Mm. <laughs> the show was inspired to inspire you to support your orgasmic living. Remember, always check the content warning before you listen and make sure you're listening where no one else can hear it because you never, ever know what I'm going to say because I always come with an explicit graphic content warning. <laughs> now, strap in and enjoy the show. Welcome, my fantastic audience. Um, if you happen to be watching the video of this, um, the sun decided to just shine in my face. So I look all very white, super white, like a ghost or like an angel. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right. So welcome to another episode of My Orgasmic Life. Um, I'm your wild, crazy hostess with Mostis, Empress Gaia, aka Gaia Morissette. And uh, today's topic, I'm going to talk about how do you get your juices flowing after your libido is crashed? So this is a question I get a lot. Like it's a, it's a, no matter, as soon as people find out what I do, as soon as I tell them, you know, I mean, obviously I spend more time these days being a dom. <laughs> I spend more time in the dungeon than I do in the wellness treatment room. However, um, you know, the question always, once somebody finds out that I am a holistic sexual wellness specialist and of course a BDSM wellness specialist, trainer and pro dom, the first question that I get from the average person is, I have no sex drive. How do I increase my sex drive? My libido, I have no sexual libido. And so I want to talk about some of the root causes of that. But then how do we like, even when our sex drive drops, and it will with age and other circumstances, how do we still how do we still connect with our partners on an intimacy level? How do we connect with our, our own desires to have pleasure? Like how, what do we do with that? So first of all, there's a couple of main reasons often <laughs> that this happens. One, it's very, very common libidos crash after children. Two, <laughs> Another one is uh, for if you're on an antidepressants uh, or other medications can affect your uh, sex drive. Uh, three, you have um, something else going on in your health and your body. So the, you know, there is no energy for you to have any kind of like boom, chicka, wow, wow <laughs> vibes going on for you. Um you could be going through some emotional stuff. And, um, and again, if you're, you know, dealing with some heavy emotional trauma or grief, um, or loss, 
or anxiety, these kinds of things will definitely affect your uh, libido and your arousal responses. And then um, bad diet, not enough sleep. These things definitely if it affect our sex drive. And of course, the big M, <laughs> menopause, <laughs> which I'm not quite there yet, but it's, it's not, I'm knocking at the perimenopause is coming, it's coming down the mountain. Here she comes. <laughs> so as I start to go through that journey, or, you know, and take you on the adventure of how that journey is going to affect my, both my sex life and my work life. Um, stay tuned to that evolution of my <laughs> life. All right. So we got kids, health, medication, uh, emotional distress going on, um, not eating, exercising, you know, getting older, your uh, libido is dropping. So we've got menopause, which is affecting our hormones. And for men, as they get older, their hormones change as well. The levels of testosterone and, and the, you know, all the wonderful hormones that make you, you know, happy and horny, <laughs> they start to drop and decrease as you get with age. So those are kind of like the key ones. And there may be others going on there from then if there's some trauma, and then, of course, if there's like distress in your relationships with your potential partner or partners, um, yes, it's hard to just fuck it out. <laughs> so I would recommend if it's that related, how you might just need to go reach, you know, get some support, help and heal or end the relationship so that you can go find another partner that the relationship side is great. So you can have great sex. Okay. So, so all of these things have different solutions to the problem. But before I get into some of those, you know, here's your quick and easy. Here's your quick, easy and dirty. Hi, <laughs> Jack, do getting your juices flowing again. Um, I want to talk about there are three components to sexual arousal and sexual arousal, you know, is referred to as our libido or sex drive. Okay, so you got sexual arousal, sex drive or libido, they're intertwined with each other. So there's three aspects. There's the physiological aspect, which is your hormones, how your body, chemicals, it's your body's ability to create the horny arousal uh, biochemicals in your body that makes you where you're just like, ooh, yeah, hello there. <laughs> you're just like, that's the physiological. And so you can see in the physiological side of things, if you have, you know, high, you may have a high libido, you may also have high testosterone in your system. Um, you may be like in your cycle for vagina owners. Um, you'll, you can see the, you know, you're like, oh, at certain times in my cycle, I'm more, you know, horny. Other times I'm not at all. That's your arousal being dedicated or uh, directed by the physical aspects of your body, your hormones, your cycle those kinds of components. Okay. So that's the physiological. The second part of, uh, that makes your arousal libido or sex drive is your emotional well-being. Okay. This is your, like how you feel your feelings. 
Are you happy? Are you sad? Are you angry? Like what, how are you feeling? Because all of those feelings, by the way, the feelings affect your biochemical response that releases the happy hormones in your body and bio, happy biochemicals in your body that make you happy and makes you horny. Okay. So emotionally can very much affect the reaction that your body is phys physically having, which affects your sex drive, your libido. The other aspect of what contributes to our libido and our sex drive and our arousal levels is mental. So um, it's how you, you know, it's, it's your brain, your fantasies, your, how, you know, your thought process. Do you think about sexy thoughts? Do you daydream? Do you fantasize when you're thinking, do you have sex dreams? These kinds of things. The, the thought process, the brain is one of our largest sex organs. If we know how to activate it and utilize it. It's like anything else, it's a skill that needs to be developed. So if you're physiologically, things are off due to age, medication, health, um, um, emotionally, all the things that we were just talking about, then you can drop into upping. So the physiological dips, we can, you know, drop into the psychological, the thoughts, the feet, like the thoughts, the brain, the arousal can be built from the, from the brain. And then the third one is energetic. So um, I'm going to get a little woo here for a second. So bear with me if you're not a woo person. Uh, <laughs> um, so energy is all around us and um, learning to feel it and harness it is part of, so we have, there's sacred sexual practices like Tantra, Taoism, there's a whole bunch all over the world, but basically, uh, and there's sex magic. So basically the idea is that you can, A, create sexual energy in your body and move it through your body and you can share it with others and you can, that person can move energy, build sexual energy and move it to you. Okay. So that's one way. Another way is that you can harness the, you know, the creation energy or chi, life force energy that's all around us, everything, you know, all the things that are alive and you can harness that and bring that into yourself. And again, activate your body to be in an aroused state. So we have our physiological, we have our psychological and we have our um, spiritual basically are the three aspects energetically are the three aspects of your arousal. So if, Often what you'll see happen is that we're not actually taught to really harness the energy side of things of our sexual arousal and our mental capacity around sexual arousal. We basically are just kind of, if we're taught at all, it's just about what's going on on a physical level. So when that crashes for many reasons, age, health, crisis, all sorts of things can interfere in what's going on on a physiological level that will interfere in your arousal level. And so it crashes and then you don't have any desire to engage sexually at all with yourself, with others, with your partner, partners, because all you've ever learned is to harness that one aspect of those three sides of sexual arousal. So when the physical starts to crash, you need to ramp up your other two, your other two areas so that you can 
be sexual and horny and aroused, but it's not the same. It's like, it's an important piece. Like it's not the same as when you are physically, your body's creating all the hormones and the chemicals that are like, yeah, it's time to have, you know, bump uglies, <laughs> right? It feels different. It doesn't have, it's not the same feeling. It's not the same urge. It's not the same grab, but it doesn't mean that it's bad. It's just different. And so it's an important piece of learning those two other aspects. Because the last thing you want to do when you're not horny is to get, try to get horny because your body's like, I don't want to, I'm not in this, I'm not in, I'm just going through the motions. And without physical intimacy within your relationships that have, you know, that are meant for physical intimacy. And if you're not just, you're physically not turned on, what do you do? Well, a lot, that usually is where relationships turn to sexless relationships. And there's all sorts of, you know, shit that goes sideways. And I've done a bunch of, I've done a bunch of um, podcast episodes on being in the sex, sexless marriages and sexless relationships and stuff like that. So you might want to go listen to a couple of those episodes if you happen to be in that situation right now. Um, so what I suggest, here's the, here's the, the, the hijack. Just get quick, easy and dirty <laughs> is how do we ramp up those other two? Okay. So the first thing is you may not feel you are in a sexy mode, but you can start to help that with certain things. Okay. So we got, we're going to start with like the really easy, kind of more superficial ones where you don't have to have lots of training or practice or therapy for. <laughs> Let's start there. All right. So you can start by actually doing some things that create, turn you on. So what clothes turn you on? Put some accessories to turn you on. Do your hair, how it makes you feel sexy. Walk, put a pair of shoes on that makes you feel sexy. Uh, put uh, a scent that you, every time you smell it, it makes you, you know, it turns you on and you feel sexy because as you start to feel sexy, you're starting to activate that sexual energy that I was talking about the, the energy side of things. And it's starting to kind of, you know, pulse through your body and it's starting to happen. Again, you may not be at the stage where you're ready to throw somebody against the wall and rip the clothes off, but you're starting the, oh, I'm feeling kind of feeling kind of sexy. And, and then you can start being a little flirty and having your partner respond to you can help you build that energy within yourself because now they're getting turned on and they're responding. And so you can build it from that perspective. Okay. So that's the really simple, easiest, you know, again, you know, it may be just, you know, throw on a pair, you know, depending on, you know, your relationship with clothes and your relationship with feeling sexy in them and how you feel about your body. That may just be super easy to do. And then often what will happen is that you will start to feel sexual. You'll start to feel horny. You may have some sexy playtime. Now that sexy playtime will activate a desire to have more sexy playtime. 
and it also brings closer intimacy and now your body's responding with the biochemicals that are released when you have orgasms and when you're having sexy time. So the big ones, of course, are serotonin and oxytocin that your body produces when you have an orgasm. So now your body's like, your body's like, oh yeah, we like this. Let's go get more of that. Okay. So that's one way. The next way is again, if there's a problem within your relationship that is causing a dis distress, um, you're going to need to like address that. You're going to need to sort it out again, whether it's with extra support, counselor, coaching, a mediator, uh, or just having some conversations that need to have that you haven't had, you're going to need to sort that out because without sorting that out, nothing else I'm going to tell you is going to fix that. Okay. Is when there is, you need to feel the human body needs to feel safe and heard. And in order for them to feel safe or heard, especially within the confines of the relationship is what they need to feel like they want to engage sexually with somebody. Not saying that you can't do angry fucking. That's uh, also an option, but you know, you have to be highly skilled <laughs> at the art of fucking that you could do angry fucking. All right. It's, it's, it's not most people are made up that way. So, you know, you may be able to just fuck and be angry fucking, um, but eventually even that won't, won't do it for you anymore. So you're going to have to address that. If there's things around your body and your health that can, that you can do to, you know, do some exercise, go to the doctor, get some supplements. There's things that can support your body and going on that journey of the more you can support it, um, the better it is that it'll help you continue to build your, your libido. Okay. So now let's drop into psychologically. That's kind of what putting the clothes on and stuff starts to kind of change you. Now it's like you're horny because you're dressed up horny because <laughs> you feel sexy. So therefore you are. Okay. Also, you can start by adding more mental arousal response to things. So instead of say watching porn, um, which is such a visual stimulus, which again can also be something that you can add and ramp up. Um, in your relationship dynamics where you do it together and that can spice things up and uh, trying new trying new kinks and trying new sexual experiences together also will uh, you know create a you know a spark within yourself of some good biochemicals of newness things our bodies like new opportunities it helps us to produce particularly oxytocin um, so that's a good thing right to to you can add to your repertoire but even i would say starting to read porn or fantasize so i would start by reading porn which will help to activate your brain mentally to start the process of creating images that are sexy and turning on turning you on an arousal so like storytelling or start by reading it um, because when you read porn, instead of visually watching porn, you can go deeper into it because you can create the create, you can create the characters 
that are ideal that would arouse you. You can put yourself as one of the characters in that story because it's easy to do because you're visualizing as you're reading it, you're creating the story that works perfectly for your arousal response. Where if we watch it, unless it's all of the variables that are absolutely perfect, our brain be like, yeah, it's not really doing it for me. Which is why often people scroll, 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 scroll through porn because nothing is perfect and getting them to be turned on. So I highly recommend dropping out of, if, you spend, if you've spent a lot of time watching porn, now it's a great opportunity to add something new to your repertoire and start to read porn. Then the next level of that is when you are masturbating. And if you aren't masturbating, this is also important. You need to go back to masturbating and learning how to activate your body without the urges from the physiological side of things. Okay. So um, we'll talk about that in a second. So you're going to go back to, you're off to the world of whacking off and masturbation. Now, while you're masturbating, I want you to start practicing visualizing without external aids, okay? So you're visualizing a story in your head, it's playing out, a scene, a sex scene, a kink, uh, experience, you know, um, you know, you're walking through the forest. <laughs> I'm just gonna pull this out and who knows? <laughs> uh, you're walking through the forest and there's this, you know, naked man <laughs> who knows I by the time I tell this story I might get really turned off anyways so there's this naked man that's happened to be tied between two chair two trees and he's there all by himself he's naked and he's blindfolded and you're like you're walking through the forest and there's a naked man <laughs> it's quite hot though it's very lickable abs <laughs> great nipples lovely penis that's erect and hard and waiting because he's excited because he's an exhibitionist of what's going to happen. And, um, you know, and next thing you know, well, wouldn't you know, there happens to be a riding crop laying beside him. <laughs> so I pick up the riding crop and I don't, I don't speak. He doesn't know who it is. And we start the scene. Okay. So, which is actually kind of hot. I think I might need to arrange that. <laughs> See, you never know what's going to happen on one of these episodes. So what you're doing is creating a story in your mind while you're masturbating. And what you're doing is instead of your arousal response being directly connected to your hormones and your physiological desires, you're now hooking up the sensations of pleasure um, with your thought process. And so you're basically hooking those in together so that the more sexy thoughts you have, the more your body responds to that sexiness. Okay. So that's an important piece. And as you get older, and if you run into, you run into some, you know, there's some diseases and health and mental illness and things that medications that are going to interfere in your ability to actually have that physical response like you used to, you got to get creative on how do we basically recreate your new arousal response, right? So that's a great way. Masturbating, storytelling in your mind, 
and making sure that you're, you know, giving yourself pleasure while you're doing it. So it's anchoring in, all right, I have that story that makes my, for me, you know, vagina arm, that's like, ah, that makes my clit throb. Nice. All right. Uh, if you're a penis owner, it's like, oh, that's circulation going through my, 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 my penis starting to get awake and aroused and excited. Okay. And so that's a great way to activate that. And then the third side, which is more spiritual and energetic and it's like, you know, Tantra, Taoism, sex magic, these kinds of things is where you start to learn to build your own sexual energy, create that, share it, do all sorts of cool things with, you know, creation energy, life force energy and sex magic. I've done a bunch of episodes. If you want to, if you're curious about that and how to go about doing that go listen to those episodes. And then if you need support in finding a teacher to help you uh, learn to harness that, reach out to me and you know I'll get you set up um, with somebody that can help you with that process that best works with the, who you are. Um, but yes, so because I am trained in Tantra and sex magic, um, I cannot feel horny at all. And all I need to do, which I'm going to do right now, so turn down the volume for a second, <laughs> is I'm going to do some rapid breathing, do some Kegels, and um, start to basically bring my body into mimicking what it would look like when I have an orgasm. My body's like, oh, hell yes, I'm awake. All right. Okay. So I'm just going to do it for you now. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so what I was doing is with each breath, I was also squeezing, doing a Kegel squeeze at the same time and then holding my breath and then exhaling and relaxing all, you know, my, my PC muscles, my muscles and my genitals and relaxing as I breathed out. And then all of a sudden my whole body's all tingly. I can feel I'm like, Ooh, good thing. I'm going to get some action soon <laughs> now. In all fairness, before I started this podcast, I wasn't horny at all. And I haven't been horny for days because I have some uh, medical stuff coming up. And so um, that's, you know, kind of scary and, you know, not sexy and all things. And yet I wanted to have some um, sexy time with my partner when he gets home from work. So that's what kind of inspired me today, actually, to pass this information on to you. Um, and it's awesome because I did all the things I talked about. Okay. I started with, I went and put on, you know, sexy dress, put on my, you know, one of my collars that, you know, are attached to my nipples. I put some lipstick on, I did my hair. I got a good, you know, sexy scent on, um, as I was talking to you about the fantasy of the dude in the forest, I was like, Oh, that's kind of hot. It was like, Oh yeah. My brain's like, Oh Yeah. Maybe we should go for a walk in the forest, see if we can find a naked men waiting for us with a riding crop. <laughs> and then when I did the, did the rapid breathing, which is that energy component where you're like, your, your body is just like, oh yeah, that's what it feels like when I'm horny. And it's like respiratory or a little bit of panting, all the things, you're flushed, you're, you've increased your body temperature, all those things. And then your body's like, all right, yeah. 
which is exactly how I feel. But before I started this podcast, I was like zero, which for me is very rare. So I really want to say like for me to be at a zero is really rare. So that's why I know these things work because if I'm at a zero, <laughs> there's something going on. All right. So try those. All right. Really try those because here's the thing. Life is much better when you're horny. <laughs> it just is. Things are easier to deal with. Your, your energy is, you know, in a state of, you're in much better state of Zen and calm, your ability to create that stuff that I was talking about, that mental spank bang, fantasizing, that exercise of doing that, you know what that activates? Your creative problem solving skills which again, makes life much better because you are able to look at things and adapt and change things and, and not internalize them. And all beautiful things happen from that place. Not to mention, you can see more possibilities instead of just being very focused. So doing that masturbation, building your fantasy, your spank bank is a crucial part of building your wellness and not just getting having really good stories to tell other people or when you jerk off or whack off okay it also has long wonderful benefits that extend from just sex <laughs> right and if you can kind of lean in that doesn't mean that you you may it may take a while right it may take a while to lean in to learn these new ways to learn how to move and you know, in your body in a new way with orgasm, with sex, with pleasure, because your body's changed. So you gotta find some new ways because if you don't find new ways, you're missing out on the joy that pleasure brings to your everyday life. You're missing out on the deep level of uh, intimacy and connection that helps you connect to your partners or partners so that when shit gets hard, it's easy to lean in with your partner because you still have an intimacy and a vulnerability and a trust connection that happens, that only happens when you're sexually active with your partner or partners. So this is a, like very, very crucial. And unfortunately we live in a society that says, it's okay if you don't want to have sex anymore after you've had children or for vagina owners, if after you've had children or you're, you're in menopause or after you're in menopause, that's just the way it is. And, you know, of course, I mean, it's a little bit better with, you know, penis owners, um, you know, with the, all the, the AIDS and the, you know, but before it was like, ah, you can't get a boner sex to be you. That's it. That's the end of your sex life. Yeah. Now we got Viagra, we got Cialis, we got all sorts of other you know, aids and props and things like that, that says, you know what, it's okay, we'll figure out a way for you to still engage sexually. But we haven't been taught that when our bodies change, that we need to change how we move with our arousal, and how we have to create new kinds of sexual arousal experiences. And we may need to even create new kinds of sexual activity that will get us to that place of sexual satisfaction. It may not even lead to an ejaculation or an orgasmic release. And that's okay too. It's about evolving. The biggest piece is like, are you 
able to experience and desire to experience and express pleasure and intimacy and connection with your partner through pleasure or partners as you know i'm not monogamous i got lots of them <laughs> okay so that's what i really want you to take home you know take away from today's episode is all right what can i do to ramp up my arousal and how can i find some new ways to activate it and um how can i share with my partner these new ways that i'm activating and it may be that you're kind of only you know you may not be as wet and you may not be as responsive because it's new and you haven't figured out how to really lean into it just be honest with your partner or partners about what's going on and you know they're they're probably they have some stuff going on for them too so it's, you know it's, it happens all the time everybody <laughs> so talk about it but don't give up don't say ah Ah, sex is not important anymore. I'm on to the next phase of my life. That's not true. It is. You should be engaging in sexual expression and sexual intimacy until the day you fucking die. <laughs> so, and as you will watch on my evolution, as I get going through perimenopause and going through menopause and being on the other side of menopause and all the things, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I make a commitment to myself that I will continue to find ways to activate my arousal response and my orgasmic pleasure. And through that orgasmic pleasure is how I express my orgasmic life to you. Okay. So, you know, as things come up, I'm, as always, I'm honest and I'll help you figure out how I've navigated it. And hopefully that inspires you. Okay. Until next time, stay curious. Make sure you find a way to get horny. <laughs> and I will see you next time. Or hear, or you'll hear me next time. Bye-bye. Remember, you need support through this. Reach out to me. I gotcha. We'll help you figure it out. Okay. Bye. And thanks for listening. Mwah. Hmm. Well. I hope today's episode inspired you, encouraged you, and of course, made you feel tingly inside. <laughs> I just want to take a moment to tell you how much I appreciate the time that you spend and how I really deeply appreciate you listening. I do it for you guys, the audience, and I love and adore you guys. So quick loving reminder, I am not available for naked pictures, getting married, having sex or having anybody's babies. And when you want to spend more time with me in a professional capacity as your coach, your teacher, your educator, your facilitator, um, you can reach me at GaiaMorissette.com. That's the gateway to all things Gaia. I also lovingly invite you to follow me on Instagram, which the handle is my orgasmic life podcast, where you can leave feedback and comments. Also come join me on Facebook at my orgasmic life podcast, Facebook group. And I really want to hear from you. I want to know how this show affected you. Did you, what did you learn? Was it inspirational? Did you agree? Do you disagree? Um, you know, I want, I want to know because I'm a little bit of a voyeur. So I want to know what, how am I affecting you? 
So please, please, please come leave some comments. Now, if you're like, but I don't want everybody to know what I'm thinking, which is okay. Sometimes we need privacy and we need to be anonymous. So you would like that option? We have that. You can email my slutty assistant, Layla at GaiaMorissette.com. Okay, listeners, until next time, may your life be filled with sexy exploration and orgasmic pleasure. Bye-bye.